Talking today about Capstan Ag and their product select shot. Uh, three of our guys use this product and it's all about precision, absolutely down to the, the millimeter of where you're placing pro uh, input products at time of planting. It's a device that goes on your planter. I'm not the mechanical engineer around here, so I'm going to let their guy explain it. But the main thing is we got Kevin Matthews here, one of the founders of Extreme Ag, talk about his experience with it. And more importantly, not just, okay, here's some piece of machinery we trialed, about how it helped him utilize products at time of planting more effectively and then the results that he saw. Welcome to Extreme Ag's Cutting the Curve podcast, where you get a guaranteed return on investment of your time as we cut your learning curve with the information you can apply to your farming operation immediately. Extreme Ag, we've already made the mistakes, so you don't have to. Managing your farm's water resources is a critical component to a successful and sustainable farming operation. Advanced Drainage Systems helps farmers just like you increase their yields up to 30% with their technologically advanced water management products. Visit ADSPipe.com to see how they can keep your business flowing. Now, here's your host, Damian Mason. Well, greetings and welcome to another fantastic episode of Extreme Ice Cutting the Curve. We're recording this, dear listener, at Christmas time. So we've got one year of trials on this, depending on when you're listening to this. It uh, doesn't really matter. The main thing is you'll know that we're recording this after a full season usage, and Kevin can speak to that. Stuart Meacham is the territory sales manager with Capstan Ag. He also is a marketing liaison for them covering the Southeast. Stuart was on in a previous episode, if you want to learn more about the mechanical system. We released that back in April here on the Cutting the Curve. Uh, Kevin, you talked a lot about it uh, on our webinar. Um you run what? Two planters. You put this on one. Tell us about the trial that you did with this machine, this thing. Yes, yeah, so, you know, for the rubber to beat the road, when you take 3,000 acres and you split it up on two planters, that's when you really see what products work, what products don't work. And we, we like that. We don't like doing everything on both planters. And then you don't have any of the comparisons because we got different soil types, different growing environments, all these different variables that that we have on the farm, just like many of the other farmers out there. So how can we, you know, we're wanting that winning average across the whole farm. That's what we want. And so we looked at this system and the neat thing about it was we could, there's always products that they are not recommended in furrow. And, and it's not that it's wrong to put them in the furrow. Where it's wrong is to put it on the seed. And that's where the problems come and you are in a proximity of the seed and select shot, which is the capstan product that we used uh, this year is basically it replaced our infra system we already had on the planter. So we took all of our infra off on the pumping and delivery system and we added this system on that planter and it actually went on quite easy. The, you know, Spencer, our rep, was there to ensure everything was done properly. And it tied right into our VT, our virtual terminal on the back of the tractor. So it was no issues there. Um, it, it went on pretty smoothly. And we was very involved in where things were mounted located wise. Because when you put fertilizer on a planter, you, you want, you're going to have some leaks. I mean, I know. <laughs> 
I know Stewart's going to say, no, you don't have no leaks on our system. It's perfect and everything, but I don't care whose system it is. You're going to have to check or if you're going to have a line or you're going to have something somewhere, you're going to have to open it and you're going to drop fertilizer. And I prefer not to drop it on my electrical harnesses. I don't want to drop it on my row units. Mm-hmm. I want to keep it clean. So the way the system came, it allows you that option to put it in locations where you're not going to have those. There was enough extra wires, Damien. It wasn't the wiring harnesses was a good quality. They wasn't shorted to where I had to mount stuff in certain positions. And with our DB planters, you got so many pinch points from the way the wings flex and fold. It's really important to have that extra length and that quality of harness to handle that movement because it's, it's going to move. And you know, let's because. All right. We, we always, we, we do a lot of talking about like inputs products we use from biologicals to herbicides for fungicides, whatever. This is a mechanical device. And I think that, so the person that's listening or watching, can you explain it? Maybe they didn't tune into the April uh, episode that we released, Stuart, the, the <clears throat> I, I got a planter and then you bring me this thing out and now I got to get out my wrenches and put this thing on. Sounds like a pain in the ass. Why am I doing it? And how does it work? So, uh, that's a good question. So basically, the the whole point behind this system is there's inferral systems out there that can do a fantastic job of just dribbling a radon, right? And and we can also just dribble a radon. You can run this thing uh, in multiple different ways. Uh, versatility is what we're looking at here. And so being so able to I, do- so the answer to why am I doing this? You're giving me more versatility and options on putting product, meaning biologicals, fertilizers, fungicides insecticides, whatever, on, they're going into that furrow. You're giving me more options. More options. Of right. application. Products don't matter. It's about of application method. Right. And, and like Kevin was talking about having products that he wanted to put off the seat, right? There's a lot of products out there that uh, do a good job in furrow as long as they're not touching that seat. Like in my part of the world, all the customers that are running this product are putting biologicals and different products directly on top of the seed where it's the most effective for those products. So depending on whatever program you have, you can have a, a guy like Kevin who wants to put some off-seed production, uh, or you can have a guy like uh, some of my customers that want to do it on-seed. Or if you have, uh, say, a split row planter where you're doing beans and corn in the same with the same machine, you can do a dribble system as well. So having more versatility and more options for whatever product program you're using is really the inherent design of the system, giving you the ability to do more with less, right? So that's that's kind of the, the overall goal of the Select Shop product. And then, um, by the way, since we before we go to the how it works, Kevin, the why he says it gives you versatility of then application, and you experienced that. You absolutely say, "Yep, I'm glad that the, I had this system. It's better than what I had before in terms of being able to more precisely put stuff where I want it." Yeah, no question. I mean. You know, you talk about that product you don't want to be. Last year, we was uh, doing some research for FMC with Zyway. It was a total disaster in fur. And so when we got to Select Shot, that, and, and they was, I can't say enough about FMC because they stood behind it. They said, yeah, we got a problem in fur. We, and they made it right. I mean, they, by the they way, the problem, and real quickly, to the person that didn't listen, we recorded with FMC at Commodity Classic. You've talked about it. Kelly talked about it. The great story there, if you're just tuning in, you hadn't listened to any of the previous stuff, FMC's product Zyway is a fungicide applied at time planting, which gives you a lot of latitude then later on in the season. Problem for you, Kevin, was not that you that it went in at time planting, it's that it touched the seed, right? 
That is correct. When the seed germinated and when that sprout come out, it took up that product and it was harmful to it. And it called, it just stopped the growth of the plant. It never come out of the ground. Now, where that product was in a tube or two, there was no issues. It was an awesome product. So what we learned, and when Spencer, my rep from Capstan come, and we started setting things up, I said, you know, let's set a two inch away from the seed to simulate a two by two instead of to the side of the road, we're going to be down the road two inches or in front of the road, in front, however you want to say it, but you're two inches away from the seed. Yep. And so we took four FMC and four capstan to show how precise this product was that it would work. Cause I'll be honest with you. I mean, Damien, you're running four and a half, five, six mile an hour, eight mile an hour on these high speed planters. And they're sitting there telling me, yeah, we're going to put that shock length and we're going to make sure that you put three inch band of fertilizer and we're going to put it two inches away from the seed. We're only going to put it on. So how are you really going? Yeah. Baby? It seems a little hard to believe I mean, you're going across. You're not driving on a flat racetrack. You're driving on a field that's got some contour and you're going five mile an hour with a huge piece of equipment. And the idea that they're telling you they can get this accurate and by the way, if you're listening, not watching, I'm holding up my fingers about one inch apart. And you're telling me that you've got, because the capstan thing shoots. It, it's the idea is it, it yeah. like rifles, it shoots like a fuel injector kind of a concept. It, yeah, it sees that seed and it's got calculations in to know how long it takes that seed to fall and land and when to shoot that out. And it knows how much resistance it takes to get that shot length out. It's pretty remarkable, a lot of, lot of math behind the scenes there. All right, so let's talk, and I want to come back to the FMC thing, because that's one of your best stories. But before we get into the results, let's talk about the product, because Stuart, there might be somebody listening who's got going, all right, I'm kind of grasping this. So Kevin has a corn planter, actually has a couple of planters. So he says, I'm going to put it on one so I can do the trial. Your guy, Spencer, went out there, but tell him, what are they? What am I putting on my planter? And then how, how does it, how do I go about putting it on? And then how does it work? Okay, great question. So basically... We're going to come out just like uh, any other inferno system, right? You're going to have to have plumbing to get to deliver product from a tank to the row. And then we set it up in a common rail design. So we run uh, manifolds in different configurations, depending on the planner. So uh, for, like, for instance, I just did a John Deere high speed planner last week and it was a, uh, let's see, it was a six, four, six configuration, I believe is what it was. So we had a manifold set up every four rows gets a four row manifold. And then there was a two row manifold that are plumbed directly together. And there's a solenoid on that, on each one of those manifolds on a, for every row. And you have a metered length of hose. So either the hose on this planter was six, six foot long, or you can have some eight foot long hose, as long as it's all the same length. Cause after we leave that valve, there's no way to meter it. And then between that valve and the, where the fertilizer comes out, there's a check valve and a spray tip. You said it, you explained it very well by saying it was like a fuel injector because we are shooting that metered dose where it needs to be. The math that goes on in the background is relatively simple. We have a rigid mounted fertilizer tube, depending on your planter configuration. And we have uh, all the measurements knowing where that seed's gonna land. Now, accounting for a little bit of error on seed bounce there, because there is some fair, some bit of that, depending on the planter, um, we are, we know what, what gravity is because it's a constant. Right. We know how far and how fast that seed's going to fall. So when that seed sensor triggers, we know when to put that shot. We know how long it's going to take. And then all we have to do is be faster than the environment, right? And every every solenoid on the planet can do that, right? Because computers are fast. So 
it's basically just taking all of the known factors and putting that together in an algorithm and then doing that in real time. And then we can put that seed exactly where it needs to be. The only thing that can cause that to mess up at that point is a bent fertilizer tube or any kind of mechanical error, right? Mechanical failure. And we can put that shot off the seed, on the seed, wherever you want it. Yeah, that's the way you look. The, the idea I remember from our spring conversation was if you want a shot of something to go an inch in front of each seed, you can make that happen. If you want to go, uh, you know, two inches behind it, you can make that happen. But here's the thing. There's so many different. I want to get to the product part in a minute. Let's just I want to talk about the, the inputs here in a minute. Let's talk a bit about the mechanicals. How hard was this? Did Kevin have to like lose three days of productivity while they're out there putting this thing on the on, on his planner? No, I mean, we put it on in the wintertime. That's when I'd highly recommend it. You don't want to start doing anything to your planters during go time. Mm -hmm. um, you want to, you know, be be ahead. And when you warm, when warm weather comes up, put you some water in there, test the system, make sure everything's going to be right. And, you know, anytime, I don't care if, if it's cat stand or whose system it is, even one that we design there of our own in the shop you may have a leak once in a while. So that's why you put that water in there. And uh, now if you're going to pull it, if you're going to do that this time of year, Damien, and pull that planter back and go put it in the barn three miles down the road on a pretty sunny day, please put some antifreeze or something in that system and protect it over winter. The, I prefer the antifreeze myself. Um, you know, Stuart may disagree with me, but I like it because it's got a lot of anti-rust uh, ingredients in there it, it protects the system better it's you know you're going to spend these planters are expensive damien i mean it, all this farm equipment's expensive um the capstan system's a lot of money you, you know every you're so much money there my goodness buy you some recycled antifreeze um it's it's just as good as brand new it's about half the price of new antifreeze put that stuff in your sprayers and your planters it's, it's a good it'll pay dividends all right, so my, my thing about the mechanical part of it, you've explained the the in the field, uh, putting it on. Is this something that, I mean, a person listening to this right now says, man, this sounds pretty overwhelming to me. Do I need one of your reps to come out and do this to make it work? Because there's a hell of a lot of moving parts here, Stuart. No, not not necessarily. I mean, we have customers that uh, install their own, own systems. It's pretty intuitive, right? And we have a uh, our, our website and our owner's manual will offer all of the setup procedures, right? It is more complex than your standard infurrow dribble system, right? Than any other, any enter a name of a competitive product here, right? Any of those, there has to be a fair amount of thought going into what are you trying to do with this system? Ours is just harnesses and plumbing components, just like anybody else's. Our manifolds are made by Wilger. That's who we uh, do our business with on the, on the yeah. system. So you get Wilger manifolds that are laid out there. Yeah. As long as you take care of those uh, components, just like Kevin said, you're not going to have any issues. But as far as laying this thing on, plan a couple days. Uh, it if you if you want to do this intentionally, lay your harnesses right. Because he said it earlier, uh, planners move. Components on these planners are going to move. Making sure that you know how that planner is going to turn in the field, how everything is going to work. There's going to be some issues potentially with that. But those are the more prep time you put into it in the spring or in the in the early spring before all this stuff starts to pop off and you're ready to go be go time. Uh, you're not going to have any issues if you take your time and do it right. 
So okay, a couple so of days, day and a half, you can install one of these systems free, pretty easily. Kevin, you had this, and then you did it on one of your planners, not on the other one. And then we're going to talk about the products because you were talking about the FMC, and I want to get back to that. Um, did you run the same products through both planners? I mean, did you try and do the same crop inputs on both planners, or did you vary it from one from the capstan egg to the other? No, the base the base things was the same. Now we do have situations where we're doing testing products for XA, and when we're doing that, it's going to be done with one planner and one style. Otherwise, you create another variability that could offer the test. Yeah. But so that, you used one planter yeah, we're comparing for apples to apples when we're yeah. looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. So like one of our trials, when we talk about doing our trials, you didn't vary planter to planter for a trial unless it was the trial to see if the capstan ag. Uh, inferno system, you know, was different. Well, I, you know, actually, you know, to be honest, Spencer and I had a little little bed on the side. So my other planter, I increased my fertility about 15% so I could beat the cap stand and we'll take Spencer's money. But uh, other than that, no, no, I didn't do that. Okay, <laughs> it's, a, no. it's a good thought. No, no. I've seen that done though. Yeah. Said, hey man, it didn't work on money back, but then they were right. So I want to talk about <laughs> I want to talk about the products that you used. And so did you correct the FMC thing this time? Because we, we were sold on the Zyway fungicide at time of planting. Once the boys up North heard about your problem, they just put it in the two by two system. And once you kept it away from the seed, it, it, it worked, it worked yeah. great. So this time, did you do it in the Zyway and support it in furrow away from the seed? We did. Uh, we only did 40 acres, Damien, because I was not brave enough to do four or 500 like we did last year. And uh, actually, the the Zyway in furrow with the capstan system, and let me stress to anyone listening, you know, do not put it in furrow without this select shot system programmed properly for that application. Yeah. So we was two inches away. We yep. was... Uh, with fertilize, um, I forget now the exact milliliters we was running. I'm thinking it was about 40 milliliters per seed. That's what we was running roughly. Um, two inches away in the furrow and with that system compared to the two by two in the same field, uh, we were seeing about 1.3 bushel advantage. Um, I cannot explain to you why that is unless it was easier for that roots to run down the row and pick at up a little bit easier versus going across into a non-tilled area of the soil profile. I can't answer that. And I'd also question whether that would happen in every soil type. And our hard clay soils where them roots has really got to work hard to get over two inches out of that seed trench. Um, they can just grow much easier easier down that seed trench on a uh, in our clay soils versus going out laterally to the sides. That may be it. I cannot say. Uh, I would like to see another year study. But what it told us, it was certainly, and we did use a variety that was susceptible to the damage that we've seen a lot of damage with last year with the Zyway Infura because we wanted to know and FMC wanted to know. But as long as we kept that shot length two inches away from that seed, it was absolutely no issues. What else did you see with the capstan ag system uh, in comparison to your other normal infro system? <coughs> so the thing about the capstan is 
we, we focused a lot on getting it put on the planner, you know, the installation. That is extremely important. But the programming of that system is, is the brains behind it. If it's not programmed properly, and the farmer says, yeah, you know, it's programmed right. You know, they've come and done it. Um, Stewart's come out. Um, you know, all of our guys has come out, done it that represent the company or you, you know, you went online and you know, you got it programmed correctly. Then comes into the variable. The variable in this system is what is the population the farmer's going to plant at? Now, for us, we plant from 22,000 all the way up to 40,000 seed population. And you, by the way, you do that. You don't just do that by field. You do that by across the field sometimes, right? You do a variable yes. race based yeah, on low variable area field height. That is correct. And those variable rate fields is where this product is going to pay for itself rapidly. And what I mean by that, we're talking about programming now. Yep. So it's going to ask you in the program, what is your average? I mean, what is your population? When you put that in and set your rate, if you want four gallons per acre in that trench, which is the way farmers normally look at it, is how many gallons acre am I doing, not milliliters per seed. So if you know you want four gallons per acre in that trench, and you know your highest population that you're going to plant, if you want that four gallons at, is 30, 32,000 or 36,000 seed, then that is the number that you've got to put in there. Is that 36 or at 32,000? Yeah. Then when you go variable rate and you drop down on the, you know, you go through those sloughs and maybe that's your high population, you go up on the hill and that's your low population and maybe you drop down to 20,000. If you go down here in South Carolina, some of them guys are going to drop down to 16,000. Well, it's going to lower and then if you go from 32 down to 16, you're going to be putting basically two gallons an acre out. But every one of those seeds is going to have, say, 0.5 milliliters of fertility or product on each seed, regardless of the population. So what that does is it cuts your fertilizer bill in half in that situation. Now, that's a drastic measure because very few is going to cut their seed population in half. But many of them out there, um, Kelly Garrett, for example, I, I've seen some of his variable rate wrecks that he does, and it's not uncommon for his variable rate to change by 8,000 across a field. Well, you can easily save 20%, 25% on your input cost. Yeah. And it's, it's not just your fertilizer saving on, Damien, it's everything in that infera system. So if you've got, you know, biologicals right and insecticide well, every, i mean you guys you guys some of you guys are putting out seven things plant growth regulator uh some sort of a stress mitigation product and then uh, some sort of uh biological stimulant and then your fertilizer and then now a fungicide you're putting out a hell of a lot of stuff at time of planting so i guess the question is does the capstan ag system hold the promise that you can be more efficient about placement and as well as savings on cost of the stuff. I mean, you think that we're, we're, we were dribbling out, we were, we were wasting before, uh, and now this system makes it so we're absolutely pinpointed what we're putting in there. Well, so we're on 22 inch rows. And so you take a, a 24,000 population on a 22 inch rows, you're talking 12 and a half inches or better between the seed. Damien, 
no question this product is much better because we're putting that shot length. We, we chose a three inch shot length. So that's three inches of applied material. And we chose it two inches away. So instead of it being sprung all the way down the middle of that trench, we got a slug of it right there where the roots of the plant need it. And if you've ever dug up a corn plant or a soybean plant, very seldom the bulk roots are eight inches away. They're all within about a four inch diameter around that plant, the five inch. Yep. Of your, the heart and soul of it. Now, those yeah, roots right. everywhere, but we're yeah. talking about so, so having So having something that's a foot away from the plant, it just doesn't do you any good. I ain't going to say it doesn't do you any good, but it's not going to make you the money at real something closer. You know, the plants are lazy like us. They want to eat. They want the easy button. They want to go what's easy. Hey, by the way, um, Stuart, what did we miss when he described variable rate seeding? People are going to say, okay, I don't even do that. Um, Cause there's a lot of people that don't. Um, I don't need to cap stand ag system because I don't do variable rate seeding. Your answer to them would be. So let me just address that. There's a, there's a misconception with the, the way that this product shows itself uh, and the way that it's been talked about. Everybody looks at this and says, this is a cut your input cost system. That can be true. As Kevin said, what I look at this and what I sell this as, what I talk to my customers as, this is a rebuild your program system. You're, okay. you're buying something to do a specific job. And I don't compare, that's why I don't compare this select shot system to a just a standard dribble system because it's comparing apples to chickens. They're in two different worlds, right? You're spending a, a, a quite a bit of money on a system that is going to allow you to rebuild your program in a way that just like Kevin said, there's no, I'm not a, I'm not an agronomist and I'm not going to tell you that that product that's six inches away from the seed is not going to be effective at some point or another, right? It might very well be, but what the, and he nailed it on the head there. You can put a myriad of different products exactly where they need to be, knowing you're going to get a yield boost, knowing you're going to get an agronomic benefit from that. So this system is not just a, let's cut our product in half. That is uh, an unintended consequence of it, but this yeah. is a, let's rebuild your program altogether and make a specific program for your soil types, for your production on the farm, for your crops and everything else. And that is really where this thing shines. So uh, I kind of, I, I absolutely forgot the question you asked me there, but uh, <laughs> what I'm getting at is don't, don't look at this as a, let's just cut our inputs or let's, we're going to, we're going to guarantee you this five bushel increase. There's so many planter products out there that say, oh, you're going to get 10 bushels here, three bushels here, five bushels here. And if you put all those products on your planter, you're planting a 400 bushel corn plant, right? Yeah. Before you have to even worry about environmental factors. No, we can do a lot of different things with this infro system. Um, as Kevin so eloquently put here, there is a different way to look at infro production and this is it. Stuart, by the way, I, if you were going to ever run for politician, you ever notice politicians go there with what they want to say, and then the question would be, what's your dog's name? And that's why I believe we need more family values in this country. Anyway, exactly it also right. doesn't, there's balloons over there. But if you're not watching and you're just listening to this <laughs> Cutting the Curve podcast, there's balloons over here drifting around by Kevin's head. And if you don't know what that's all about, somebody just turned the big 5-0. So I'm assuming that's his birthday balloons because uh, Kevin's now officially over the well over the halfway mark he's gonna live to be 100 i'm sure i yeah, got aarp cards here about two weeks ago three. and by the way and by the way some of us some of us have passed passed that mark me me lee and uh matt miles have passed that mark uh 
more than more than a couple of days ago. Um, on my question to you, Stuart, was what if you're not as sophisticated as Kevin, where he's doing variable rate seeding? He just says he's going everywhere from twenty two thousand to forty thousand in the same field in, in a low area. He's going to put in more in, in a high sandy, I assume, an area that have poor light soils. He's going to put less, whatever. Do I need do I need the Capstan Ag system if I'm not as sophisticated? In other words, if I'm not variable rate seeding, does that matter? Or does it, I mean, I'm just trying to decide if that even is a factor. Yes, the answer is unequivocally yes. You can uh, use this system for a bunch of different things. If you just want to cut your inferro, uh, what inferro products back and the cost per yep. uh, acre, absolutely. Yep. Um, I would argue that that's not the way you need to look at it. If yeah, I, yeah. I don't want you to spend this kind of money on a system that you're just going to cut your production back or cut your inputs back. But you can absolutely do that. Okay. So then let's go. The answer let's go is to, yes, you can, but do you need to? No. Okay, let's go to Kevin. Kevin, you you mentioned at great length here about the Zyway experiment because we, we learned last season and then this year we brought it forward and keeping their their awesome, you know, in furrow power, their at time planting fungicide, as long as you keep it away from the seed, you can accomplish that with a two by two. In other words, that's what Kelly did when you told him, hey, don't let that Zyway touch the seed. And that's what FMC uh, learned and, and helped us learn. You're not doing this just for the fungicide. You wouldn't buy a Capstan Ag system just because of that, because you could just use the two by two. So what's the compelling reason besides the fungicide that you would say Capstan Ag is something I want to do again? Well, here's something you got to think about. And by the way, select shot system, I should say, right, Stuart? Yeah, Capstan select Ag's shot. select shot uh, system. Go ahead. So, so something we need to really think about here is you, you look at the whole farming area. So a lot of us guys with XA, we're using a good food grade orthophosphate fertilizer. It's safe to go in for a, you know, we're very careful about that. We're trying to, you know, be more sustainable and reduce the amount of fertilizer that we put out there on the ground. But let's say that you're a great, I mean, you, you've always done really good farming. You do good. Yeah, you're very successful, but you like 10340 or you like 11370 here in the South. And this stuff's got some salt in it. Quite frankly, I don't want it touching my seed. I don't, you know, but you can't argue with success, Damien. These, I mean, it, it works on my farm and I don't want to change. But I know in certain soil types it's bit me, but overall it's the easiest thing for me. Yeah, to we're use. talking about we're talking about an uh, infurrow uh, at time of fertilizer, fertilizer yeah. st starter your starter fertilizer, and you say they it's always worked. They're not all the same. They're not all the same now. I mean, you got okay. you got a good food grade product, which is an orthophosphate, and then you got a poly product, which has got higher salts in it. And those salts are not good. It's it's kind of like putting that sideway on the seed. That, that seed sprouts, it gets hold of that salt, and it, hey, it's had a bad day. But if you having the versatility that Stuart talked about with this product, you can maybe that's your go to product and it's worked for you. I assure you, if you're using that product and you add this select shot and move that product off that seed yep. and get them salts away from it, it is just like putting it in the tube of tube. Yeah. So why would you do that, Damien? Well, if they're using a culture to put it in their tube of two, that's a lot of expense okay. for that culture. They're having to keep that system up. They're having to replace blades. It's just ongoing. But when you move it in furrow, that opening disc is already done to work. It's got the trench open. And my concern was when, 
when uh, Stuart come and went to put the uh, nozzle on, I was like, man, I, I don't want this mess splattered all over my planter. I don't <laughs> want it. And he said, it won't. It won't do it. And I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. I've heard that before. Yeah, right. But uh, quite, uh, you know, all disclaimers aside, just straight up, uh, you know, I have to admit that there was no splatter. I mean, it, it did not splatter. It, it, it kept it in there. So I didn't get damaged on the planter. So we go to that higher salt fertilizer. I'm against using that, but if it works for you, hey, that's great. You've done good with it. I'm not going to tell you you're doing it wrong. I'm just telling you how I like to do it. But those that are successful with those types of programs can take this select shot and put it in furrow, move it from that tube to two, and the versatility is amazing. Now, one thing I do like to see is I like to see it um, come up and be, I might be asking for a little much, but, but I've done been told, Spencer told me it was in the works. Um, but I like to have a dual product, Damien. I want to put my biologicals on the seed and all my fertility about two inches away. That's that's what I'd like to try to do. So you're saying, uh, Stuart, what he's mentioning there is, I'm guessing now we're, we got is we got two shooters. Is that the idea? Is that what you're asking for? Where we've got two uh, fuel injectors, if you will. Yeah. So basically, he's saying, and he's right because in, the more you can break these products down, the more efficient they're become. Right. Uh, right now, you kind of have to put everything in together. Yeah. Uh, and. Yeah, Kevin, I'll confirm there are some stuff coming down the pipe that uh, might excite you a little bit. So, there, so basically then, Kevin, saying if I could have a select shot system that's very precise, even and, and it, it adjusts, by the way, that's one I've missed a little while ago. If I'm going four mile an hour or, as Kevin said, eight mile an hour, this thing does the same spacing no matter what. It's just or right. I mean, my sound effects. You know, the easiest way to look at it is dose per seed, right? That's the that's the nomenclature. In other words, it 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 already accounts for ground speed. If all of a sudden his hired hand just bumps up a gear and goes faster, nothing has to change. You have to go out there and the system adjusts. The system adjusts. Well, but he said it right. Setup is important. Right. Setup is is where that becomes apparent because the, all the functions on the screen itself that you put in all your all your data, you're only as good as your weakest measurement with us. So okay. if you put in the wrong information, then that's going to be. So wrong. Stuart, uh, Stuart, um, Kevin said he'd like a dual shot, meaning he wants a double fuel injector. He wants it so that one nozzle shoots maybe this mixture of products. And it sounds like the one he wants for sure. He wants one just for the starter fertilizer. Is that what I'm hearing, Kevin? You want one nozzle just yeah. for the you know, you know, Stuart, Stuart was speaking earlier. Most of his customers like putting the biologicals and humics directly on the seed. And I can't agree more with that. But then the to get the best of both worlds, to get that uh, perfect steak supper, you know, you, you, you want a good appetizer and you want a good meal. Well, I want the whole main course right here on one plate. I want that biological humic sugars, all that put directly on the seed, drop down two inches, and then shoot me a shot length of my fertility in there. And uh, and that's, uh, you know, it's coming down the pipeline. I, how far out are we on something like that, Stuart? Well, right now, actually, you can do it with, you just have to put two select shots on, right? It's double. I think it's cheaper than that. That's a lot. Yeah, I know. That's, <laughs> it, so, I, I honestly, I couldn't confirm. I couldn't tell you what what the timeline is because they they uh, that's that's the engineering question. But it is so, it is something that we are absolutely working towards. Yes, that'd be pretty cool. So, Damien, you know, we're pretty good here at XA about we share the good things and the bad things. So, I, I got to do this. So, 
I will tell you right now, I, I really like the system steward. It worked great. The only uh, negative I had um, is my reporting side. I would like the, and it may be, I was using the 2630. If I go to a different monitor, you know, something like that, a console, I may have a different ability. I don't know. That's a question you'll get to answer. But it would be really neat if we could do a report of what products we ran in furrow with, because I was using that 2630 through my virtual terminal and it limited me on the report side. Is that something that's coming in a product improvement or will we have that? Where are we at on that? Yeah, so right now, and without getting too technical, the uh, the system currently is an ISO bus product, but it's not task controlled. What that means is there is no secondary uh, computer in the background that's working with everything else on the bus to get you that information. It's just basically a display and a it, it all runs through the same monitor. So the next version of this will be task controlled. And so we will be able to get maps, we'll be able to get product information, you'll be able to get a lot of a lot of user input data back out of it that will integrate with whatever products you're using. Doesn't matter in your whether you're using climate or just JD or whatever. Doesn't matter. You'll have a task controlled product. So that is absolutely something that's coming down the pipe. Uh, again, timelines are insane right now. There's no way to know what's Kevin, that like. that's one one piece of feedback because I like that that we we'd say we used a cap stand ag select shot system. And what I'm hearing is Kevin liked the fact that it worked very well for keeping putting the stuff where you want it to be. It it uh, goes right along on variable rate seating. It did accomplish the goal of using less inputs per per acre because that's one of uh, Stewart's big points there. Uh, the one drawback was system reporting. Is that what you said? Yeah, your reporting, your reports. So, you know, let's say I'm Temple Roads up in the Chesapeake Bay watershed and they, they need a report of all my fertility I put out on my farm yep. to stay in compliance with my um, nutrient management plan. And it's, it's really handy, you know, we write it down in a notebook, but it's getting to the point. They would, why'd you write it in a notebook? You got a computer in the tracker. We want the computer yeah. report. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the, that's, I mean, I hate to say it, but that's where agriculture is going. Yeah. Um, and it, it, we got to prove that we're being sustainable and we're doing these things correctly. Yeah. So is that, uh, anything else, any other, any other thing that was a, a, a struggle or pretty much that was the one thing that the select shot system. Yeah, once we got the program in right, because originally we put the wrong population in, and um, when Spencer was there working with us, and uh, it was just a, uh, it was just an error in the way they had the uh, manual written, and we was able to identify that because our our numbers wasn't working out right, and that that's the beauty of extreme ag. That's what we're here for. We're here to get this product out on some normal yep. farming acres and find yep. out if there's something that ain't right. It actually was more than likely somebody, one of my college roommates might have, might have wrote this, this paragraph with the grammar I got. Well, y'all say our grammar's terrible down here, but, but anyway. Okay, answer me the big question. Would you do the Capstan Ag Select Shot System again this spring? Yes, uh, I, would, I would not hesitate, especially with the options it gives. When we go and add that dual option mode, that's going to make it much more attractive. Obviously, it's going to add some cost increase because you're going to be kind of, you ain't got no choice but double everything. But seeing the products that's out there, when we can isolate them and put them in the correct place, 
and the the correct amount per seed yeah. is is pretty impressive what we're seeing and it's just a very versatile product and i'm really interested to see how it stocks up this spring we run it all last year then we we did flush it out with water we did a real good flush on it just like we would a normal sprayer and then we run our antifreeze in it and put it up yep. for winter so it's going to be nice to see how everything overwinters and get back dear listener if you haven't heard now three times Antifreeze and all your systems to winter them uh, is is the recommendation we're getting. Flush from. them out, flush them out with water, and put some antifreeze in them. It is the life of your sprayers, your planters. Stuart, yeah. um, money. I I know you're in sales. You've got to tell me because the person listening to this right now says, "All right, Kevin says he would use it again, the Capstan Ag Select Shot system, and for the reasons he already gave, and I'm not going to repeat them because we already did that. How much? Uh, it's so a lot of people ask how much does it cost per row, right? And that's that's one of the main questions I get. And in all honesty, there's a lot of variables, so it's kind of hard to break it down that way because uh, pl all planners are different, right? Kevin's planner is going to be a little different from the planners that I do it on. So, but you could factor on somewhere between twelve and fifteen hundred bucks a row to install this system. I like uh, the fact that you didn't do that thing of well, it just depends. Bear calls and find out because you always feel like you're being huckstered there. Like, yeah, hey, you know yeah, what? Yeah. I'm not selling Amway. Just let me come to your kitchen and talk to you and your wife for a while. It's like, wait a minute. What the hell is this? I like it. It's, it's the same as. Yeah. You gave me a nice ballpark, 12 to 1500 bucks a row. And on a saving, by the way, that's a real good number. And yeah, nobody expects you to, nobody's going to hold you accountable. Oh, hey, Damon, all planner upgrades. I, Thousand twelve hundred dollar row that gets you what you need. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, I believe that's just a generic number. Yeah, it's a good just kind of like when you walk around commodity classic. You know what? We can guarantee you three more bushels. We can guarantee you three four bushels. That was was it Kelly Garrett's father that said, "I just need to walk down the aisle at uh, commodity classic. I can start at zero bushels at one end. By the time I get to the other, I've got three hundred bushels because everybody I walk by hundred boosts, they all give me three hundred bushels. Um, the 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 payoff is there. Yeah, yeah, yeah the payoff is there. Okay, and so. Um, I would I would say, you know, we planted fifteen hundred. Well, we planted about two thousand acres with that planter, and uh, it was my personal planter that I run. And I would say two years, uh, two and a half years on those acres, um, you could see it pavement full. But if you back out what the cost of a infer system is. And then the extra you would pay for the select shot, that would minimize that. I'm saying if you had no system on your planner whatsoever. Yeah. But you know, if you're going to spend, you know, eight thousand, ten thousand dollars putting the infer system on your planner, you've already, you know, you you've got that expense you got to pay just to get the system. So then to upgrade to a select shot, the extra money. It might be less than two years to get it paid back. It's going to depend on the acreage you run over. Yeah, sure, sure it is. All depends on how many acres you're running it over. Stuart, on the way out the door here, if somebody wants to learn more about the Capstan Ag Select Shot system, where do they go? CapstanAg.com. CapstanAg.com. Kevin's going to uh, give you any more information if you actually really need this and you're a paying member. Look him up. He can give you answer any questions that we didn't answer, although we were pretty thorough on this. Uh, thanks for being here. Um, I think it's amazing the sophistication from uh, a corn planter of the 1980s to where, you know, you had fertilizer, seed, and then like an insecticide box. And now we're talking about within an, uh, millimeters, essentially, shooting 
seven different crop inputs in there as we're going through the field at five miles an hour. It's pretty remarkable. Hey, Damien, one direct question that we, or that I get asked that we didn't cover. Um, this system does not have to be on a high-speed planter. It reads the seed sensor I, so it can be on a high-speed planter or a traditional seed tube type planter. So it, it works both, both ways. Perfect. So it's got, it, we talk about versatility. It can go on a lot of different systems that you have. If you want to know more about it, check out their website, Capstan Ag. If you want to hear more about it, you can find out through Kevin and Lee and Kelly all used it this year on trials. That's why we're here for Extreme Ag, cutting the curve, shorting your learning curve, giving you information, unbiased, straight talk about what we see with the products we use and the practices that we use them in, under. Uh, my name is Damian Mason. That was Kevin Matthews, one of the founders of Extreme Ag. The other guy is Stuart Meacham with Capstan Ag. Until next time, thanks for being here and let us know if we can ever give you more information that will help you in your farming operation. That's a wrap for this episode of Cutting the Curve, but there's plenty more. Check out ExtremeAg.Farm where you can find past episodes, instructional videos, and articles to help you squeeze more profit out of your farm. Cutting the Curve is brought to you by Advanced Drainage Systems, the leader in agriculture water management solutions. 